Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Scale to Grand Heron is back on our screens on Wednesday night for season two on TG Car around half past eight. It tells the story of some of the greatest lovers ever known in Ireland who literally shaped its history. In the last season, we learned about the pirate queen, Grace O'Malley, right up to the story of Oscar Wilde. This season round, we have six more stories starting and it starts with the story of Grace and Joe. So to tell me more about these great loves and great lovers, I met up with writer-director Paddy O'Shea. Well, I'm going to drop a few names first, Paddy, and then I'm going to follow them very quickly with Grace and Joe. So, <laughs> hello, Paddy, and tell me all about Grace and Joe. <laughs> all about But it's great. I love the way that we're going to be talking about both them, like two old friends, like <laughs> Elmerie and Connor, you know, and whatever it is. Grace and Joe, yeah. Grace I and mean, Joe. Have you got to know them as Grace and Joe? I guess we have done, because as you know yourself, when you're making a programme, it takes a while to put it all together, yeah. and you have a notion of what stories you want to tell. Like, we were very lucky, first of all, to get a, to make a second series of Skill to Grow on a Hair. And, yeah, yeah. and we enjoyed making the first one so much. It was a passion project. And then suddenly it's like, oh, will we go again? And, you know, can we go again? Turns out that people were eager to see more and we got to go again. And In fact, if I may cut across you, one of the articles I read in the Times a couple of weeks ago when TG Carr was announcing their season ahead, you were up there on the list of... The Things schedule. they were proud of. Wow, very good. That's yeah. nice. That's nice to know. And I mean, they must be somewhat proud of their, you know, letting us come back for a second season. Yeah. When you're coming back for a second season, you're going, okay, what's the next six stories? And of course, there's so many great Irish love stories, so many great Irish stories. Yeah. Grace and Joe was one we always wanted to tell. And you think you know the story. I think everyone thinks they know the story, especially because of the song, the famous song, Grace. And then you start to research and you start to talk to history contributors and experts yeah, yeah. and you start to piece the story together and you realise that there's more there than you ever would have thought and it, yeah. the story is crazy it's like I mean even the stuff I learned about let's start naming names properly now so it's obviously Joseph Plunkett yes indeed I used to love him when I was a kid because he had the same middle name as me Mary <laughs> from yes. which I got a ferocious ribbing in school Very and I good. said I felt sorry for him and I said he probably had the same problem as well and I found out about him that he actually had a tough childhood oh my god incredible like when you realise what he actually went through and lived through then you realise the toughness of his character yeah. the strength of his character to prevail and to you know to push through all that and to still have a a light heart and a, and a, and a heart that was open to love because he yeah wrote poetry he was quite spiritual in his poetry but he was also quite loving or taken with love as a theme in his poetry and for someone who suffered so much from TB and from yeah. operations and poor health right from being a small child right up to his 20s when he started becoming a nationalist and, and looking to fight for the freedom of Ireland up to that point he suffered an awful lot and it must have been very hard for him to do the things he did for health reasons he had to go abroad as well didn't he? Lucky for Joe I guess he's 
His family were quite well off mm. for the time. His mother's family had a lot of property in Dublin and in County Clare. Yeah. But having said that, from what I know, his mother was quite a hard woman and it wasn't exactly, she wasn't all that easygoing or that flahuluk will say or, you know, right. she certainly didn't spoil her children. But the thing at the time, I suppose, it was a given and it was kind of accepted at the time that if you could afford to send a child that had TB abroad, then you would. Yeah. Because of that, Joe travelled as a young man and a teenager all over Europe and down to North Africa. And you just imagine how much that shaped him as yeah. a character. You know? It gave him a great education. Yeah. Great education, great worldview, yeah. a great grounding in what the world is like. And I mean, if you, if you were to compare him to, say, a normal working class person in Ireland in the early 1900s, yeah. who would be basically maybe not even have seen outside their own county, yeah. if they were lucky, yeah. they might have got to Dublin maybe. Or, but like, here's this young fellow. Most traveling. people would have lived all their lives in their own town. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the other side of the love story, then we have Grace. When I first started looking at Grace and, and researching her, she's a very complicated character. Mm. She had a very complicated life, you know, not just before, during and after, Joe mm. will say, but extremely talented, studied under Orpen and seemed to be quite close to Orpen and he was quite impressed and quite taken by her and was her mentor, essentially. So she was um, a great artist. So a great artist. Yeah. And at a cursory glance, if you look at Grace's art first, or you, it could be overlooked or easily discredited or you could just say, oh, they're just scribblings or they're just like line drawings or just like, you know, stick figures or something, you know. It's, it's easy to do that if you're not actually paying attention to what it actually is. The more you look at it, the more you see. And when you see it as a collection from one piece to another across a time period, it's incredible. And her penmanship is incredible. Yeah. And her, her cutting wit, but also her, also her cutting criticisms of politics or of social mores at the time, you know. Very sharp. How do they meet? They were both getting interested in the national movement, yeah. in the Gaelic League. and Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And, you know, the Irish revival at the time and Tomás McDonough was teaching Joseph Plunkett Irish. Yeah. And was going out with, engaged to, and ended up marrying Grace's sister, Muriel. She became Muriel McDonough from being Muriel Gifford. So they would have been moving in the same circles, essentially. And at that time in Dublin, all the young people were getting involved in this Gaelic revival, but also in the national movement and the Irish movement and freedom movement. They were all moving in the same circles. Dublin was a very lively city. It was a very lively time. It was very sociable. People were 
you know, young people were actively engaging in You're what was going on at the time. I made that point in the documentary as yes, well. That indeed. It, it, there was a huge youth movement out there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And there was a change. There was this big, growing building change happening and young people were driving it. And both Grace and Joe would have been central in, in that. But also, of course, because of his great friendship with Tomás McDonough, would have met Grace's sister and they would have met through that. Yeah. And then they both shared a very, very strong interest in spiritual things and in religion, religion yeah. um, and in poetry. And from what I've heard and what I've read, they would have spent a lot of time discussing religion. I think he was more political than she was, but she was still around those people, you know. She was the spiritual side of it. Well, yeah, well, yeah. So. But, but her sisters, I mean, her family, they raised the boys because her father and mother were, one of them was Catholic and one of them was Protestant. So yeah. they, they raised the boys, Catholic and the girls, Protestant. When they found out that she was doing a line with Joseph Plunkett, you know. Okay, this is where we have to draw the line. You've set the scene, you've painted the picture, you've done your own little <laughs> we bit can't, of we can't give it too much away. We can't give too much away. I mean, yeah. I was actually kind of shocked to find out what happens next because it would actually make a great novel, you know. Oh, I mean, it's a great look, story. It, it would, this one story would make a great series on its own. Like, it would, I would imagine yeah. now, yeah. you know, someone <laughs> someone taking on the vein of, say, the Peaky Blinders and doing like you yeah. know, eight yeah. to ten episodes <laughs> on on just their story or, yeah. or, or, or on people based around the Rising, yeah, yeah. Easter Rising, because so many characters come out of that period of history yeah. in Ireland that, that shape, shape the world we live in today, the Ireland we live in today, you know? It's incredible. I love the way that you just very simply tell the story and you go back to just people who know and are very enthusiastic about, like yourself, about what they're talking about, the historians, all the different voices, and even people who don't, have the cupola fuckle, they'll be able to catch it because it's all there as well, as you'll get on TG Cahar as well. So it's for everybody to understand because you have contributions in both English and Irish as well. So it works across the board. Yeah, I mean, the, the series is bilingual. It's English and Irish. Of course, we love the language and language is a great way of telling our own history, of course. Yeah. And nearly all the people featured, especially the ones based around the War of Independence, that period, they were all very much into the Irish language and it kind of suits to be, you know, it really makes a difference and it, it means a lot to be making the programme true Irish because of that. But also, there's a lot of key contributors in there who speak English and are absolutely, you know, fascinated themselves oh. and, and, and are just absolutely obsessed with these people and with their stories and very, with Irish very history. Enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very accessible show. It's a very accessible series you know even if you don't speak Irish the Irish is accessible it's it's bilingual but also the stories are told in a, in a way that you could even probably turn off the sound and still get the gist of what's yeah. going on here you know yeah visually you've done an awful lot of work as well and you can see the work that's gone into it now people can go and judge it for themselves on Wednesday night at half past eight on TG Carr on TG Carr Wednesday night day Cadine Ihe Cadine Eglahur Tracia Hucked so half past eight on Wednesday the 6th of September the series is kicking off with Grace Gifford and Joseph Mary Plunkett and they're possibly the most tragic love story to ever be told in Ireland or ever to happen in Ireland I would say now, I was going to go on and talk about all the other ones, but I think the best thing we can do is just meet every week and reveal each romance as it comes to us. Because I'm trying to find out what happens next in this episode, because I only got to see half of it. And then next week when I meet you, we'll follow on. Episode two. Follow this strand of great Irish love stories. Scale the Grana here. Oh, Grace just told me his-